This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. Shh. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to the In Search of series on the Illuminati Social Club, episode two, or season two, episode eight, the Ogopogo Monster. I never heard of this. Um, it's a new one, new one on me, I guess, because I'm not Canadian. But uh, hey, I, I got a couple hosts here that are uh, that are Canadian. First, joining me from uh, Tampa, Florida, although he is originally from Guelph, Ontario. Mr. Oliver Rockside. Hello, all. Howdy. And uh, from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Dr. Steve Cloutier. How's it going? Good. So uh, we're talking the Ogopogo Monster. Um, anyone who doesn't uh, know what that is, uh, don't worry, you're not alone. I don't. Um, but here we are. Apparently, it's... Uh, Apparently, it's like the Loch Ness monster. Only it says a. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was only bad. only it's in a plaid shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, we uh we start off. Uh, there's a uh, a girl on a uh, uh, water skiing, and she gets uh. She falls in the water and starts screaming. And let me tell you, it, it was a recreation. But man, that girl was really selling it. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, she started screaming. Like I said, Aaron is really selling it here. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she came face to face with a monster. Oliver, what were your impressions of this episode? <laughs> Okay, this was uh, not as kooky as episode two of the season, but we're we're fairly close. <laughs> um, this, of course, is a, if you're Canadian, most Canadians know about this. Um, it, it's it's our version of the Loch Ness monster story, um, and uh, it's ridiculous. And um, it is uh, it, it's. Well, this whole this whole episode was twenty two minutes of cuckoo, and uh, the, the 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 character load was fantastic, and uh, there were so many things in it that were just purely Canadian. We're going to talk. I'm going to talk about one when we get to it, um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was just fantastic. And the only thing I was thinking about Jason while watching this was going back in 1978 or whenever this aired. Mm-hmm. What did people out on the in the other parts of the world think the Canadians were after this? Because <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, geez. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll drop a little hint here: is that it seemed like every woman who was in this particular episode went to diction school. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my god, it's just so Canadian. This thing. Speaking of Canadian. Uh, how about our other Canadian, Steve? What were your impressions? Yeah, well, sort of along. Not not only did the women have good diction, but they all um, seemed to be selling a book. <laughs> so, so it was like you know, buy my book, eh? 
you know, um, I always say that Ogopogo is is a Loch Ness monster with with a, a work, with a bad PR uh, company behind it. Ah, <sighs> uh, so. But yeah, there you know uh, there are a lot of picture waves, uh, you know that apparently look like things. <laughs> uh, but when you look at them, they're waves. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah, that's a wave. Um, there, there, there are a few things that, as we go through that I, I kind of noticed. Um, I don't know if it was in editing or, 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 or things, but sort of not just contradictions, but things that uh, Nimoy said that they were going to talk about, but they never did, or they he indicated some stuff. But we'll 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 get through that as we go through. Um. Yeah. So they they start off saying that uh, Lake Okanagan, Okanagan. Okanagan, yeah. Okanagan um, is very much like, uh, it's the same shape and has a lot of the same fish as as Loch Ness. Um, Really, you you don't say, uh, because I I was curious, so I looked on Google Maps and I looked at uh, uh, Lake Okanagan, Okanagan? Okanagan, yeah. Okanagan. And uh, I looked at Loch Ness, and hey, guess what? They're at the same latitude, so of course you're gonna have like a lot of this similar, uh, similar wildlife in the water. You know, similar marine life, and I, you know, it. it I think it had. I, I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, you know, it is coincidence that they're the same shape of of lake, and sort of. And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, I, I made a joke on Twitter earlier, uh, in just to these two, um, I, I could just pretty much, uh, you know, take the Loch Ness episode and just replace, uh, Okapogo, Ogopogo mo- uh, monster for a uh, Loch Ness monster. We could just have the same episode, but then Steve pointed out, we don't have a creepy priest in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so... The Loch Ness Monster is a summer place? Yeah, you know? yeah really. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, transcontinental. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we, we have, uh, we have Leonard, Leonard Nimoy on location, or just in the back lot. I don't know. Oh, no, he, he, would, he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have the collar up if he was uh, yeah. in L.A. No, he was on location. <laughs> yeah, he, he, lo- he looked cold. Yeah, yeah. He, looked, he looked chilly. He looked cold and jonesing for a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, they go through, you know, that the 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 lake, uh, you know, the weather on the lake can change in a matter of minutes. Really, uh, you know, a lake in the mountains, really, it can change. Yeah, it can. <laughs> it's called wind. Yes. <laughs> It's called being in British Columbia. And the altitude was probably would probably be somewhere around 5,000, 6,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah. You know, what, what, anyway, what does the weather have to do with a uh, creature living in the lake? Well, I think they were making the, the supposition that, you know, Ogopogo gets cranky once in a while and there's royals up the lake. <laughs> I think that was the... Uh, <laughs> That was the uh, idea behind that. Uh, thing. And of course, we have to go through uh, 
the the Okanagan uh, Indian tribe uh, saying that uh, you know they have legends about this. So of course it has to exist. Now this is this is Exhibit A of whipping out every Canadian trope known to mankind. Is that they have to get a, uh, um, uh, you know Native uh, Native uh, Canadians or indigenous Indigenous people to have you know come into this. So that's trope and number one, right? Sit, sitting around a fire, right? And, but and, they make and yeah. telling stories in traditional garb, of course. It, yes, yes, of course. yes, you know. No one can wear the Canadian tuxedo, you know, it's, it, they have to, they have to, you know, and it's, it's, but they kind of, I was watching this and I, I'm sitting here, they start talking about, you know, how they had to give, um, you know, small animals to uh, Ogopogo before they could cross the, uh, the lake and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And then they show this shot of them taking horses across the lake <laughs> and i'm sitting here going well if a horse can go across the lake where's ogo supposed ogo pogo supposed to be like in four feet of water <laughs> i'm like i thought they were i thought they were giving the horses to, to the monster yeah really it's like, i don't think those are small animals no uh, <laughs> uh so let's see um, people telling stories about seeing the monster. Um, sorry, but if you don't have pictures or other evidence to support your claim, you don't have a claim. You don't, you, you don't have anything. You know, you could sit and tell all the stories you want. I think, I think we've been through this a few times now. Yeah, really. Is this our sec? Is this our third or fourth uh, cryptozoology episode? I think it's our third. Third, yeah, we, yeah. We yeah. did Bigfoot and we did Loch, Loch Ness yeah. monster. We still have to do the Yeti, so that's upcoming. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But can we talk about Ursula for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> Ursula Surtees. Now, Ursula was my early candidate for character of the show of this episode. She got she got blown out of the water later on, but uh, Ursula, who apparently runs the indigenous uh, museum that's there, I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. um, but she is she is farther away from being uh, uh, an indigenous uh, Canadian <laughs> as I am, and um, but she's got the dress she's got the garb on. Yeah. Well, all well, she speaks like she's been sent to an English preparatory school, a girls' school. <laughs> um. uh, it was just. Weird. That that's that's a good call, Oliver. Because um, I did a little research on her. Oh, uh, really? She was, a, she was a war bride. Ah. So she was originally English, and then married a Canadian who and came over to Canada. Ah. Uh-huh. So. And oh. then she dresses up in, in Native Canadian garb. Okay. There we go. Um, Thank God those days are over. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Then we have uh, Grizzly Adams talking about his boat and his uh, pictures of waves and uh, saying that the uh, motor on his boat attracts sea life. Somebody has to explain this one to me. <laughs> As the resident electronics technician, I have no clue. I No, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that like... Um, 
like heavy bass or you know um um percussive sounds in the water will will attract uh sea life but i don't know anything about electricity electric current i i think it would uh scare them away which uh it, which that brings me to you know that, that that'll be brought up in a few minutes here um but yeah um well his yeah. his his discussion of it um sort of led me to think that ogopogo was hairy huh really cuz his argument was that the the motor creates an electrical current which they call electrolysis uh. and i'm thinking the hair removal thing it's like <laughs> <laughs> And, be- hey, and Ogo, because of this, because of this uh, electrolysis, Ogopogo was chasing them, not them chasing Ogopogo. It's like, all right. Which brings up the all important question: Is does Ogopogo manscape? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I think this guy just thought he was hairy because he had a beard. Uh, was was this the guy who who used the term snake in the lake? I don't think so. No, no, no. Okay, because I, I wrote down something. I said, Snake in the Lake? The show hole could do 10 minutes on that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we could. Yes, we could. Um, <laughs> so we have the In Search of Cameras. They're back. And they are, they are looking for a monster. And they go back, they... They're going to go underwater and search for the monster, and they're going to fail. Um, <laughs> not, my favorite line, and I alluded to it earlier, uh, there are no fish around, is what they said. You know, and this is a place where they normally feed. Maybe because you're all underwater looking for a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea why the fish wouldn't be around. Um, yeah, maybe because there's people in the water where the fish feed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they even begin that sort of that, that bit by saying, uh, the chances of filming the monster are slim. Hmm. So it's like, so we're going to go in here, but we're not going to expect to find it anyway. So if we don't, that's not evidence that it does not exist. That just means it wasn't in, in this particular part of the lake, which is what what the voiceover Nemo's voiceover says. There was no monster, at least in this part of the lake. Yep, but no. there were tires. There were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I I was telling Steve before before we started recording that yeah the uh, the snarky uh, the snarky grin of uh, Leonard Nimoy on that was priceless, but we did get pranked. <laughs> <laughs> um so now we come to <laughs> the townspeople. Oh my god, please. I am, I am I am nominating all of the Okanagan townspeople <laughs> for characters for this season. Okay, I'm nominating one. I'm nominating all of them as a collective because <laughs> damn it they are priceless. <laughs> no, I, I'm like Oliver. I'm going to nominate one. I don't know if it's the same one as Oliver, but I'm go, I'm going to nominate. There's one that I want to nominate in particular. Is it the old lady? No, no, <laughs> no. I, I think I think you have to be Canadian to appreciate this fully. Because I think we are going to agree on the same person. 
Um, in, can I say pleather jacket to you, Steve? <laughs> is that the guy? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I I have. <laughs> I have written down the Ogopogo poll where they get like about 50 townspeople together. Um, and I can guarantee you that, you know, 10 of them own the motels, uh, 14 of them own gift shops, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody showed who, who this little legend depends on from an economical viability point of view. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. My, so, my so, favorite line in that is is the one guy who's talking about his thing, and he, he said, I saw it with my friend. Ed's not here anymore. He's up in Prince George. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I know people like this. <laughs> I, I have a girlfriend. She's up in Canada. Uh, you won't meet her. Um, no, uh, I, I just have... I, I just have questions here. Um, number one, how, how much do these people drink? Uh, or, uh, you know, is there a gas leak in town? <laughs> I'm just people. asking. I know. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and mention it. There's this guy who's wearing a pleather jacket. Who's a, I would say he's middle-aged. He is, Jason, he is quite possibly the most Canadian person I've ever seen <laughs> on TV before in my life. <laughs> He is so Canadian. They didn't give his name, but he is so Canadian. I would bet you a thousand dollars that his name was Gord. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that's how Canadian he is. Yeah. And it every stereotype of Canadians ever that were ever ever created is this guy. He is a <laughs> riot. Yeah. Oh lordy. And he's the one who says he's got a friend in Prince George. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and of course we go back to uh, you know the 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 Leonard Nimoy. You know these people are all sincere in their belief that they see the monster. Well, that's great. I'm glad you're so sincere in your stories. Doesn't mean there's a monster. No. It doesn't mean anything. I could be completely positive that I saw King Kong, King Kong right outside my window here. But guess what? Hey, nobody going to believe me. <laughs> Even if the whole neighborhood saw him. Doesn't matter if you don't get photos. Sorry. You got no you you, you got nothing. <sighs> so now we get to uh what was this lady's name? Uh, they they have film footage of the monster. I didn't write down her name. Okay, Steve, did you write down her name? Uh, was that Arlene Gall? Yes, it is. And she has film footage of the monster, and they show the footage. And what the hell am I looking at? A wave. I I see a wave. <laughs> That's it. Or maybe uh, it could be a log. It could be it could be five guys with a with with a hose. I don't know. You know, it's it's blurry, it's grainy, and oh yeah, that's right. It's 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 a supernatural being. So of course you're you know it's going to be blurry and grainy and and everything else. Well, it's it's not only that, but but they give actions to this blurry, grainy video because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be going 
going in and out of the water as if a head's going in and out and in, in and out, but you can't see anything. <laughs> no. You know, it, it's just a, it, a long black thing that, as you said, could be a log, could be a, a wave. And, and they're, they're playing, they're playing the pareidolia game in this case. Uh, they're telling you what you should see. And I'm sure, like, back in the 1970s, um, on a standard, uh, you know, analog TV, you know, that was kind of blurry and wouldn't show all the artifacts that we see on, you know, YouTube, um, you know, people seeing this video or this, this movie would say, oh, my God, I see it, because they told you to see it. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, I would also like to point out, and maybe this is the cynic in me, but um, she also had a book out at the time. Of, of course. Called uh, Beneath, Beneath the Depths. So, didn't I say a couple weeks ago or something, it seems like uh, every person that appears on this show uh, usually has a book to sell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, and then they go into you know like 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 how many you know how can this many people be wrong? Well, very easily. Um, you know, especially you know if they if they talk to each other, if you have if you have somebody who saw something, you have another person who saw something completely different, and they start talking to each other. Pretty soon, they're gonna feel like they're they're gonna talk to each other so much that they both saw the same thing. Even though they both saw two completely different things, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I did see that. And how many of them actually, you know, say they saw it because, well, everybody else in town said they saw it. And, hey, here's television cameras, so let's say we saw it. It's called groupthink. Yes. I mean, that's how it starts, right? Mm -hmm. But the other thing that struck me about this, because they tried this again, and they did this in the Loch Ness episode, was this eel story. Yeah. And they keep on selling this eel story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jason, you live about 10 miles away from Lake Erie. I, in the summertime, I live about 40 miles away from Lake Ontario. Both of them are filled with eels. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody's ever brought up a 20-foot eel in, <laughs> in, in either Lake Erie or Lake Ontario. No. But I think I think in the Loch Ness episode they were talking about you know these are schools of eels these are you know they're it's large groups you know they they travel in in large groups and they kind of act like a serpentine like a single serpentine unit you know right. rather than like a bunch of eels so I mean, this could be what people are seeing <laughs> right you know or you see the bubbles coming up from the surface. All I'm really saying is please retire the eel story. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, after I did, a- after I watched the episode, I, I kind of, I couldn't see any of the credits. Well, I decided to go back on my iPad because it was a little clearer to see and I could zoom in and stuff. And I found out that the episode was written by a Nicholas Webster. And I looked him up. And IMDb has become the treasure trove for Nicholas Webster. He was a director, a producer, and a writer. 
Uh, he wrote uh, four, ep- or he was a director of four episodes of In Search of, not including this one. He directed uh, the Bigfoot episode, uh, and he'll he, he directed two episodes that we'll get, or three episodes that we'll get to, of course, The Elephant Man, The Tower of London Murders, and Eva Brown. But uh, my favorite directing credit of his was possibly one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, spoof jobs. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, really? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's gold. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He directed three episodes of the TV show Mannix. I remember that. Um, Oh, he did uh, an episode of Get Smart as well. Uh, Two episodes of Bonanza. One episode of uh, The Waltons. Wow, wow, Bonanza, that's going back in time. He he, yeah. he was a veteran by this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, possibly one of our, uh, and in search of special that, that we're, we'll probably, probably end up doing, uh, the 1978 documentary Man Beast, Myth or Monster, because that's kind of in the same vein of In Search Of. Right. And it's hosted by Rod Serling. Oh, okay. Much like the first three In Search Of uh, specials. So yeah, we have a we have a writer with some real credit here. Um, yeah, he wrote. Uh, yeah, he wrote. Uh, oh wow, they did. They don't even have it in here. Um, he has uh, five writing credits for uh, In Search of, and one of them, Oliver, you're gonna love this. He did an episode on acupuncture. Oh my God! When do we get to that? <laughs> uh, I'll have to look. But uh, also, he did the episode on the abominable snowman. Oh my God! Okay, they don't have this episode as a as a writing credit for him. Oh really? Because so, I'm I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's in here, I don't know. Um, no, it doesn't. Uh, it's not in here. But apparently, he you know according to the credits, he wrote this episode. So. Isn't that great? No, I look forward to the acupuncture one. The, sn- <laughs> the snark is already loaded. <laughs> so, yeah, have we learned anything from this episode? I want to go to British Columbia now and go go find it. Go find the Ogopogo monster. I'm sure it's I've, just a matter of time. I've been to Lake Okanagan. I've actually swum in Lake Okanagan. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I said Lake Oga- Ogopogo. Well, we yeah. should just rename it Lake Ogopogo. <laughs> Lake Ogopogo. There we go. That's better. Did did you uh, did you see any creatures in there? Uh, did I did you see not. Any monsters? I did not see any monsters. Okay. Well. All right. Um. So, uh, yeah. Have we uh, have we reached the end of this episode? Does anyone have any further research that? Well, uh, well, I I just wanted to make one thing hey. one one thing because I, I mentioned it early, and I, I don't want to do what they did in the episode is mention something and then not pick it up later. Okay. <laughs> um, if, you, if, if you go back to to the motorboat guy, mm-hmm. um, the like the electrolysis man there, um, Grizzly Adams. Yeah, he had uh, Ed Fletcher, I think his name is. Um, he they they had photos that looked very much like waves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Leonard Nimoy in his voiceover says, 
but there's something about the photos that are that is not easily explained. And then they moved on to the next thing, and they never said what that was. So now, of course now, not. Now, now I'm curious as to what, what what he meant by that. They want to leave those seeds in the viewer's head. They want to say, you know, there's something unsettling about these photos. We're going to let you decide what they are. Which is, you know, that's a, that's a common tactic. <laughs> um. Anyway, anything else? Oliver, got anything else to add? It's a must-see, people. <laughs> it's a must-see. Just if you ever wanted to know every Canadian stereotype known to mankind, it's a must-see. Or, or an old lady talking about how it was waving up and down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. It just reminded me of like the uh, the 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 uh, the poll questions from the Onion, like how they use the same like six or eight uh, photos with right. all different names. It just reminded me of that. You know, they they got their idea from that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Oliver, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Well, if you own a pleather jacket and your name is Gord, you can find me <laughs> at Oliver Rockside on Twitter, or please uh, join me and my co-host Aaron White at the 27th Precinct, where we review 20 years of Law & Order, or my uh, new podcast, which is called You're Just the Worst, the 100 Most Awful Pop Songs in Music History, and you can find those on the usual platforms. Excellent. Steve, where can people find you? I actually knew a guy named Gord. Although we called him Gordy, but we all we well, of course we all if we came from Canada, you always did, yeah. Well, you can find me on the Twitter um, at Doc Pinko, D O C P I N K O, and you can also look out for my podcast called "The Culture of the Second World War." Excellent. You can find me at Alien CG on Twitter. You can find this podcast at Illuminati Pod, and. If you have any questions, comments, criticisms, high praise, uh, if, if you spotted a mysterious creature floating around in a, near, a body of water near you, uh, email us at IlluminatiPod at gmail.com. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this episode was sponsored by the Tourism Board of British Columbia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have a good week, everyone. Toodles all. See ya. <laughs>